ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Japan, China, and Ireland, and in the states of California, Arkansas, and Texas. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support. Because you keep tuning in and listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments by clicking on the Ask Dr. Paula email link. Before September 20th, I invite your questions about creativity so I can answer them in the Harness Your Creative Power online summit. I'm among 20 renowned fine artists, shamans, spiritual and creativity thought leaders, writers, and musicians who are invited to participate. You will learn to cultivate your creative genius, deepen your courage, and find your confidence and blissful passion. Register by clicking on the free online creativity summit button on this page. I've recently introduced a new weekly feature. At the end of each show, I'll share with you the name of an archangel and what their main purpose is. All of the archangels are available to help us grow and learn with more ease. Since we have free will, it's important for us to call upon them and give them permission to help us. When we know their names and functions, we will know who to call upon for specific assistance. If we want to, we can even develop a personal relationship with them. They already know us and are helping us, but because we have free will, they are limited limited as to how much they can help. When we give them permission to assist us, their influence in our lives becomes even stronger. And because we can help Um, we can learn our lessons in a positive or negative way, I always speak out loud in a whisper and say, I give you permission in a positive way only to, and then I finish the sentence by asking for what I want. This is a powerful form of prayer. As Jonathan Goldman pointed out last week, even whispering the words increases the vibration. Start learning the names of the archangels and what they can do for you at the end of this show. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul, as you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace, and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Have only healthy relationships. All relationships should be based in trust, respect, and safety. Weed out all relationships that do not bring you joy or the potential for joy. This includes family. Some relationships can be changed. Others cannot. Know the difference 
difference and act accordingly. We often assume that things would change for the better after the marriage. We believe some of the lines we've heard all our lives, love heals, love conquers all. The truth is it takes two people to have a healthy relationship and both of them have to want a healthy relationship. All too often, one person will be the caregiver or the peacemaker, sacrificing their needs and desires to satisfy the other person. If there isn't mutual respect from the beginning, there's no reason to expect anything to change after the marriage. In fact, it usually gets worse and people don't automatically learn from their failed relationships. We have to heal ourselves in order to not repeat the unhealthy patterns. I have clients who have married several times, falling into the same kind of relationship, even though it seemed different initially. Healing ourselves, not compromising our beliefs, and keeping an eye out for red flags during dating give you the best chance of success in your new relationship. More on this in my silver lining story today. My next workshop is entitled Learning to Think and Live Without Fear. Yes, you heard me. Learning to Think and Live Without Fear. We can do this because where there is love, there can be no fear. Some People like to make a distinction between rational and irrational fear. The truth is that when you know deep inside yourself that you are loved by the spiritual realm, you know that every experience in your life is based in love. We are here on this earth to grow in love, wisdom, and knowledge. As you learn to see everything through the eyes of love, you automatically let go of fear. That's the experience of the fourth dimension. Third dimension, earth, is based in learning through fear. We are in the process of shifting into a new energy and awareness that you are loved all is loved, and that we can learn our lessons through love rather than fear. Each of us is in charge of making our own life happier and more positive. I spend the first three minutes of every morning saying these words over and over in my head. You are loved. All is loved. And I say them to you at the end of every show. The more you hear you are loved, all is loved, the more it will feel normal to you and become your new reality. In my hands-on workshop, you will take charge of your thoughts, replace fear, anger, stress, and worry with love, joy, and peace, and master techniques to use on your own. You will become part of the shift into the fourth dimension of love. We'll be at the Dallas Meditation Center, October 21st. And if you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area, like 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. overcoming abuse or creativity of self-expression choosing to be positive choosing to think, see, feel, act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit we all have choices but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Dr. Susan Edelman, who will talk with us about dating on your own terms. Last week's show with Jonathan and Andy Goldman showed us how easy it is to hum your way to harmony, health, and happiness. They sent me this beautiful thank you. Just a note to tell you how much we really appreciated being on your show. It was among our favorite radio experiences. 
and I think their show will be one of your favorites as well. Jonathan began by telling us that he got into sound healing 20 years ago when he was playing in a band and the light of God hit him with the realization that he could make music to help people feel good. What an amazing experience and it led to his being internationally known for his work in harmonics and now humming. He played two pieces for us that show you the power of his sound healing to bring you peace and joy. They definitely uplifted my spirits in a week where Hurricane Harvey had created such devastation in Texas. Andy went on to tell us how humming helped her mother regain her speech after a stroke and helped her reduce the pain of a headache. The research is solid supporting the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual effects of humming. This simple self-healing tool reduces stress and blood pressure and improves sleep and a sense of well-being. Listen to last week's show for more on humming and how to get a free download that you will definitely want to have. Just click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on sound healing, please listen to Jill Matson on March 10th last year, Sherry Edwards on tr- April 28th, 2016, and Ted Winslow on August 3rd, 2017. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting in the middle of the night, or when needing hope and inspiration whenever it is I'm here for you as one listener emailed me last week when she listens to a show more than once the information sinks in at a deeper level and she even hears new information now it's time for my silver lining story after 36 years of trying to make my marriage work I finally admitted that I was in an emotionally abusive relationship that would never be happy at, at least for me. At 58, I chose divorce and have never had a second of regret. The personal healing that I have done has helped me walk away from other relationships that were abusive, recognize unhealthy relationships quickly, and help my clients leave unhealthy relationships, including ones at work or with family, friends, service people, and spouses. As we remove the negativity from our lives, we make room for the positivity to come in. We need to function our relationships just like we do our homes. At 60, I met someone for a coffee date. I didn't like the way he treated me and decided I wasn't going to see him again. I thanked him for the coffee and as I got up to leave, he told me that I needed to date him because he was my last chance. It was like a bad romance novel. I couldn't believe that he actually said that and worse that he thought it would get me to stay. I'd rather be alone than dating someone who was bullying me. Another time I had a coffee date scheduled. This time it was over before we even met. We set a time and location and he sent me a cell phone number asking me to give him mine. I said I didn't know him well enough to give him my cell and I wanted to continue the way we were communicating. He said, well, you can text me. I said, no, because then you would have my cell phone number. I didn't like that he was pushing me to do the very thing I said I didn't want to do and disguising it, hoping I wouldn't figure it out or would just cave in rather than lose the opportunity to meet him. When I kept my boundaries and stood up for what I wanted, he canceled, which was fine with me. At an earlier point in my life, I would have been guilt-ridden that I had done the wrong thing and missed this wonderful opportunity. Now I'm just grateful I didn't waste my time. I look forward to a healthy relationship with the right person at the right time. Until then, I lead a full and happy life with no room in it for people who are disrespectful of me. Our guest today, Dr. Susan Edelman, is an adjunct clinical associate professor at Stanford University 
University in the Department of Psychiatry and Behavioral Sciences and a board-certified psychiatrist in private practice specializing in women's issues. Practical and provocative, Dr. Susan delivers talks that challenge and empower, often making you question everything you thought you knew. Dr. Susan shows women how to reclaim their power by learning what works best for them instead of what they're programmed to believe is normal. Called The Dating Bible by bestsellersworld.com, Dr. Susan's book, Be Your Own Brand of Sexy, has won 14 awards, including the grand prize of the Beverly Hills International Book Awards. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear that's being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love, as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. As one Facebook friend just wrote me, your posts are some of the funniest. Thank you. While listening to the commercials, use a link on this page to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Click uh, click on the link to read about and register for learning to think and live without fear or to schedule one in your area and also to to sign up for the free online summit. Then go to the calendar of events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Susan Edelman to talk about dating on your own terms. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show or become 
part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you want to know about the confusing world of dating. I'm so pleased to welcome Dr. Susan to talk with us about dating on your own terms. Welcome, Dr. Susan. It's Thank good you, to Dr. have you. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It's wonderful <laughs> to be with you today. Loved, loved your opening. Thank you. And as we were talking during the break, you know, we were sharing our awareness of how difficult it is for people to let go of some of these beliefs that are so deeply ingrained in our societal thoughts and um, and and even so deeply that we don't even know they're there. So I was wondering if you might begin talking a little bit more about that and how it hurts us and how we can um, change and, and, and develop health concepts. I would love to. You know, I think part of the problem, a big part of the problem, is all these cultural pressures that we face. Um, and it's probably worse for women to look sexy and, and we're trying to meet these increasingly unrealistic and unattainable beauty ideals. You know, they say that the new beauty ideals that most women can't even get unless they have plastic surgery. So as a result, like 90% of women aren't happy with how they look. So that's really not empowerment. It's more like people-pleasing, and it's hard to get what you want when you're focused more on how you look than whether the guy is treating you well. So, and, you know, your audience isn't to blame. We're not to blame. We've kind of been brainwashed because our culture... Yeah, it's kind of shamed you for how you look, right? And so then you start to forget that what's important and what's really powerful is knowing what works for you and having the courage to stand up for that because you really have a lot more power when you can accept and love yourself the way you are and and prioritize your inner values uh, over the external. And I think that that this is kind of where we're headed with all this uh, accept your body thing, except I think we, we need to take it one step further and really appreciate you, who you are as a person and not even focus so much on your body. So uh, it's important not to forget how, how valuable your inner beauty is. And then I think we've just compounded it with all this focus on having sex, um, I've heard a lot of women say, you have more power if you have casual sex, and what's wrong with me if I get attached to a man when I have sex with him? And there's, of course, nothing wrong with these women. They, they are just, you know, they're normal human beings, and this is normal and healthy to get attached. We're, humans are built for attachment. So we've got all these messages in our culture about what it means to be a sexy, empowered, modern woman that isn't really true because what really gives you power and, and is doing what's best for you as an individual. And I don't think that's where our focus is when movie producers are trying to sell tickets and women's magazines want to sell beauty products. It's kind of a mixed message. So I think if we had more support from women and and men in doing what's best for all of us as individuals, you know, accepting our looks the way we are, appreciating who we are on the inside, we'd really begin to expect acceptance and respect rather than all this judgment and heartache. So that's, that's where I'm coming from with this whole thing. Uh, you know, I love what you're saying, and as you were talking, a number of thoughts came to mind, but the first was that there was a time in my life when I was so lost that when someone said to me, what do you want, I really couldn't answer. I was so focused on what um, my husband wanted, what my children wanted, what was expected of me as a volunteer, as an employee, 
as a boss. It was all about expectations and what everyone else wanted. And at the end of the day, I was gone. I mean, what was inside of me, I was so disconnected from me. I was just a vehicle for everybody else. That's the perfect example. So, so when you're in that kind of state, a lot of women are more focused on, well, how do I look? And, you know, am I sexy enough for him? Instead of thinking, is he treating me well, like your previous examples, right? You know, yes. is this guy treating me the way I want to be treated? Instead, we can get into this, how do I look? Am I too fat? You know, do I need breast implants? Should I be having more sex? What's wrong with me? I'm not having more sex. Instead of really tuning into how we feel about ourselves and how other people are treating us. Yes, and I think also what you were saying about sex, I think the pressure to have sex too early can create an attachment to somebody who is not good for us, but we can't see it because our hormones, oxytocin and whatever else is going on, is um, clouding our logical judgment and our ability to see how this isn't good for us. Yeah, yeah, I and the other thing that happens sometimes is that they become what I call microwave romances, right? A romance that progresses at lightning speed and then it typically explodes in your face. So it's this is how these crash and burn relationships happen. People think, well, I should be able to get involved. I'm a modern woman. This should be no big deal. And either they're attached and they stay with them, or then it's a big disaster. And, and they can have a string of relationships like that where they just don't work. And, and so is it kind of an addiction to sex or it's just that they don't know what else to do? I don't know if that it's an addiction to sex. I think, that unfortunately, the, the whole idea of courtship and getting to know someone you know, isn't necessarily emphasized anymore. Protection now, you know, for for a lot of people means you better use condoms and birth control pills. People aren't thinking, maybe I should protect my heart. <laughs> maybe I don't want to get into emotional an emotional problem, right? Yes, exactly. And I remember actually when I was trying to, struggling with whether to leave my ex or not, that I actually cut off sexual relationships with him because I knew that it was clouding my ability to for me to see the truth and make a decision as to what was good for me. Yes, and that getting some distance really helps. So, so it's you know how how do we begin to because especially women are trained to please their man and to to be the emotional um, foundation of the relationship. And I, I think the other thing that we do is we make excuses for them when they don't behave well toward us or toward others. Even we create these scenarios. Well, he had a bad childhood, he's under a lot of pressure at work, blah, blah, blah. But we may have those things too, and it doesn't cause us to act in, in disrespectful or, um, or unpleasant ways. And so how do we begin to take that focus off of um, making excuses and making it okay for someone to have bad behavior. I'm so glad you brought that up about making excuses because I think that's one of the most common mistakes that women make. And so if, if any of your listeners are actually making excuses for their partner or someone they're dating, then that's a, a key right there to really get in touch with how you're feeling. Because obviously you have some feeling that you're uncomfortable with what's going on and you have to make an excuse to live with it. So if you can catch yourself doing that, that can make a huge difference. And I think to your other points, I think the message is 
in a relationship, you're supposed to please the man, and you're supposed to be the emotional foundation. But sometimes being the emotional foundation of the relationship really does mean standing up for yourself. So it may, it may be that it's not going to please him to hear you're not happy with something, but if you're, you end up happy, you are actually going to be pleasing him in the long run. Men, nice men, really just want to make their woman happy. So, so if you're telling him, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable with that, and he has the opportunity to do something to make you happy, that's going to go a lot further than you being unhappy and making a bunch of excuses and, and, and just kind of living with it. And, and I think we have to love ourselves enough to de- demand. Um, I, I was hesitating to use that word, but I think it's the right word to demand respect from somebody who were dating and potentially a long-term relationship that if we don't, ask for it and demand it and require it, then we're open to his whims. Well, I think you're right about expecting respect. Demand, yeah, demand is a tricky word because I think some people take demand to mean something super forceful in the way you express it. And sometimes the way you express what you want really makes a huge difference in getting what you want because sometimes when you're, when you're super forceful, um, people get defensive sometimes or feel criticized. So, and, and especially, you know, when women have talks with men because women in general, not everybody, but a lot of women, we're kind of used to having feelings and having conversations about our feelings. And sometimes um, some and many men can get kind of overwhelmed in a conversation like that. So I think it can be really helpful to keep it short and sweet, to say, you know, I'm not comfortable with that, and see what he does. Because if a man isn't going isn't to give you the respect you want, Sometimes you just have to leave, right? Sometimes you can't demand it. They're not capable of it. Okay. I I like what you're saying. So maybe require respect might be a better um, word. Well, I I mean, I, I agree with you that... Respect is super important, but I think, I think communication styles really make a difference. I've seen that a lot. Um, you know, the experts say that if you're having some kind of problem with your, with your significant other or anybody, really, that if you say something like, you do this and you do that, and you, you know, that has a critical tone. You know, you always do this. Well, that sounds kind of harsh and critical. But if you say something like, you know, I'm feeling a little neglected (laughs) this week or something because you've been at work every day, you know, then you're just talking about your feelings. You're not saying, you work too hard and you're a terrible partner. You're just saying, you know, I'm feeling neglected. And then you see, are they going to do anything about that or not? Right? And if they're not, you can say, you know, I've been bringing out this feeling neglected thing for a while. I'm not sure you want to do anything about it. Uh, I, I like what you're saying. Um, we used to talk about iMessages. I don't know if that's yeah. still in the lingo. <laughs> I think that's kind of the same thing, huh? Yes, and also the feeling, I I think the phrase that you used is so important because the focus is on you then, I'm feeling this way, Um, and and it also causes us to be in touch with how we are feeling, whereas so many people start with I think rather than I feel. Yeah, because what you're looking for is you're looking for your partner to care how you feel. You know, studies have shown that women are happier in relationships when their partner at least makes an attempt to understand how they feel. Even if they can't quite do it, at least they're trying. And the woman feels like, you know, at least he's trying. That's really beautiful. Um, yes, because it's, it, at least he's hearing me. He's not ignoring me. Yeah, so then, 
at least he can still feel like he's pleasing her, even if he doesn't quite catch on. And, and, and she can feel satisfied that he's trying and he's invested and committed to, you know, working on it. So if he's having trouble figuring out how to do it in the instance, in your example, for instance, of um, feeling neglected, is it appropriate to say in the course of conversation if he doesn't, says he doesn't know what to do, if she makes some suggestions like, you know, I love flowers or, you know, I'd love to take a long walk. Um, in the evening or, or whatever it is that she would that would help her feel like she's not being neglected. Well, I think I think in certain situations that probably works well, and in, maybe in others it doesn't. You know, so part of it may be kind of knowing who your partner is a little bit. I think it, when you're first dating somebody, you know, if you if you're getting into that kind of thing really early on. I think that's more like a red flag kind of thing, right? So, right. you know, so if you're having to explain to someone what you need, if they don't get it, if they're kind of neglecting you, that may be more of a question of, can I live with this long term? Because this may just be who this person is. Do I want a relationship with somebody who works all the time or who's, you know, doesn't get that I need more than that? Maybe we're not looking for the same thing. And I think that's when you're dating somebody, that's the most important part, right? Does he want what I want? You know, I think, I think people shouldn't, probably shouldn't even rush to have sex until they even know the answer to that question. Because otherwise, you're kind of setting yourself up for heartache. And, and a lot of couples, I don't think they even feel comfortable discussing that before they have sex. And, and you know, maybe if you're not ready for that conversation, maybe sex is just too, it's too soon for that. So, so I think that's more the question there. I think if you've been in a relationship with somebody a long time, then giving them suggestions is, is great. As so, long as you're with somebody who, you know, doesn't feel like you're telling them what to do, because I think that's the other potential issue there, right? So, and let's pick up on that, because I think that's really important, because if you're feeling neglected, and he's not, a, even if he's hearing you, but isn't able to um, to change, it seems to me that would be something to think about that one has to think, is this worth it? Am I happy enough, happier, but am I happy? Um, so I'd like to explore that after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all of our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss taught talked about between sleeping and waking was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down how you can be true to yourself and still find the mate of your dreams. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Susan to talk more about dating on your own terms. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. 
offer a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life. I hope you wrote down how you can be true to yourself and still find the mate of your dreams. And I'm so glad we're here with Dr. Susan talking about dating on your own terms. Um, Dr. Susan, can we pick up where we left off? I'm finding this conversation so fascinating. And... uh, I, it just as a reminder to the audience, we were talking about feeling neglected and that that can be a red flag in dating or is a red flag in dating. And what does one do in a marriage when you didn't pick it up or didn't um, honor yourself enough to feel you needed to not feel neglected? So I think that's a great question because I think that a lot of times people think, well, it's just not working out, and they throw in the towel on it. But I do think that some relationships really still have um, potential. You know, I believe in couples therapy. For couples, I think it really can make a big difference. Now, you know, sometimes that's a process. Sometimes it doesn't mean the couple stays together. Sometimes they break up, but I think it's a really helpful process to clarify what's going on for both people. I've also seen it help sometimes when when people have their own individual kind of treatment involved and there are, you know, there are conferences and and retreats for couples. So there are all kinds of things that can be done if couples are having big problems, if both people want to work on it, as you said before. You know, if the other person doesn't want to deal with it, um, you know, then you're kind of alone in the relationship. So unless two people are really committed to really working things out, and I think it's, it's very difficult to do that. So trying to assess if your partner is willing to do it or is scared to do it, because I think sometimes people are just afraid to change. And so when you're saying, you know, I need more from you and that kind of thing, I, it can be very threatening to the other person because sometimes it means I want you to change who you are and I want you to maybe deal with stuff you don't want to deal with and that kind of thing. So I think being aware that those can be issues can can be really helpful. And uh, um, thank you. I think that's uh, that was a, a really excellent way to clarify and, and help others help people make sense of what's going on, whether it is a relationship that's capable of making you both happy or, or not. And, and I'm wondering, often people don't like the word selfish. Um, I've heard it defined, uh, Carolyn Mace defines it as being full of self and that if you're not selfish, then you have nothing to give because you've emptied yourself. What is your take on being selfish? Is that okay in a relationship? I, I I think it's important to be able to think about yourself in a relationship. So I think we've got a little too much uh, stigma attached to it in our culture about 
how that's not okay, you know, I don't think it means you're being totally selfish. It just means you're thinking of yourself, right? And that's a good thing because how's the relationship going to move forward if you're always giving up your needs? A lot of people do that, and then they feel resentful, and sometimes it comes out in some other way. So even though, you know, they're not saying anything, in some ways they may be. They may be not so helpful with their partner, keeping their distance or making nasty comments now and then because they're kind of angry and they've submerged it. So I don't think you're doing anybody any favors by thinking, oh, it's too selfish to say anything. I don't deserve to. I I love that. Thank you. And and I'm also wondering, you talk about in your book, which I love this book and I love the title, Be Your Own Brand of Sexy. We don't have to be the TV, the magazine's brand or television's brand of sexy. So how do you um how do you date and and beyond luck? How how do we uh how do we have some power in 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 dating? How do we date beyond what? Beyond luck. Okay, luck. but it is luck. Yeah, okay, luck. Right, right. People think, oh, you know, it's all about luck, and I, I don't, I don't think that's the main factor here. I mean, you're not going to meet anybody sitting in your living room. Of course, it does involve getting out of your house, or at least telling your friends you're interested in meeting someone or something, but, um, you know, I think there's way more than luck involved, and I think a big part of it is what we're talking about, really trying to get in touch with what, see, being your own brand of sexy is figuring out what you want, what works for you as an individual, and what strategies will help you get that, so basically, our feelings help guide us in this process, so when we tune out our feelings, it's almost like you're driving in your car in some strange new city without your GPS. It's very easy to get lost. So when you use your feelings to help guide you, then you have some kind of compass to help, to help you get in the right direction. And, and that's what I think is, is really important about figuring out this whole process. So being selfish just gets in the way of all that, right? Because people end up saying to themselves, well, you know, that's being selfish, right? You know, maybe I shouldn't say anything. He might get upset. What if, what if the relationship doesn't work out because I talk about this? These are all very common fears. Uh, yes, and what if I'll be alone? If I the, maybe this is my last chance. What if I'm yeah. alone? Yeah. Um, you know, the fear it, it can be so overwhelming. I I think what we don't have is enough fear that we're going to be stuck in misery for the rest of our lives. Well, <laughs> that's that's true. That's a part of it, and. Um, it's safer, maybe, if people are afraid of being alone or if, if there's a feeling that I'll never meet anybody else. And I think that can be a piece of this problem with our culture as well, that the message is you should look and act a certain way. So the thought about getting out there in the singles world again, can feel, it feels like a meat market and that maybe people don't measure up, right? And so people who maybe have been in a relationship for a long time might feel like, wow, that is really scary. And, you know, am I even going to meet anybody? Am I attractive enough? But there's tons of people out there at all ages looking for partners. So, and it's not about how you look only. You know, it's also really about who you are as a person and whether you're a good fit for these people. A lot of these men probably don't even care about that. Well, and different people find different things attractive. Some men like large women. Some men like small women. Height, different heights. There is no one size and shape and look fits all. I mean, there was Rembrandt who loved these beautiful, voluptuous women. Um, it, it's not. Uh, it's not a fixed thing. It's an individual taste. And I think the trust that who I am will attract 
the person who's right for me. Um, we're, we're at the end of, of this section of the show, and I w- wish that you would just take a, a minute to tell us about your book and your website, please. I would love to. So my book is Be Your Own Brand of Sexy, A New Sexual Revolution for Women. It's available ev- everywhere. If you want to go to my website, Be Your Own Brand of Sexy, you can take a quiz to figure out if you are being your own brand of sexy. And there's a lot of blog posts and other really important material there. Because I really want to start a revolution to help people be more accepting of themselves and other people because I think that's what's going to change this and drive this. If everybody expected acceptance and respect, it, it would be a lot easier to weed out people who weren't giving us that. But, but the main thing I want to share with your listeners is, you know, if, if the relationship world is not working out for you in some way, take some action. Don't just sit there in the same old thing. Either get a mentor, go to therapist, read a book, read several books, but do something. Commit to yourself now to make a change because um, if you just just think about it, it's not enough usually. Exactly. We have to start with ourselves in order to attract what we want. Dr. Susan, thank you so very, very much. And I encourage people to go to BeYourOwnBrandOfSexy.com and to purchase her book as well. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then Click on my resources page and go to my store. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, finances, and health. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to one of the archangels who works with me and my clients is an ava- and is available to all of us, Archangel Sheila. Archangel Sheila is um, the archangel for emotion. She can help you to heal your emotions and to bring in more positive emotions into your life. Call on Archangel Sheila when you wake up, when you go to sleep, and any time of day or night when you need help. This is a process, not an event. Trust that it's happening because it is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Marcy Anderson will talk with us about enlightenment for busy people. And on September 21st when Deb McFarland will talk about building bone density without medications. And September 28th when Tracy Stafford, Mrs. Virgin Island, will share her story of triumphing over abuse. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember... You are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.